Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. How are you? Doing good. Mike treating you well. Everybody's adjusting their mics. I think so. Yeah. I I have my crackers placed in a different location this morning, and it was impeding the movement of Tim's mic. So if that it was, was the really the phone and the amethyst, but it was all, <laughs> all of it. Wow. We're good. It's going to be a great day, you guys. So uh, one slight change in routine this morning. I took a different set of keys because of where I have to go after here. And that, of course, creates a domino effect where I neglected <laughs> to take my wallet with me. And oh, the great. the only reason I actually carry a wallet, honestly, because uh-huh. I don't use cash. I order everything on the app, or I use Kroger Pay, so I don't have most of the time. I don't even need my credit card. Yeah, uh, but I do need to get around the building, and that's got my card key in uh-huh. it. And so I had to call Fritch. She comes downstairs in the garage, picks me up. I come, I set up all my stuff. Uh huh. And then I realized I got one of these on my keys. Oh, you got ring. a key card oh, on you your keychain. Well, yeah. that that's what I use. Cute. I use that more. Yeah, than been one carrying this around for two years. And- Didn't know. <laughs> wow. Look yeah, that's you. what I use too. I I don't. I'm sad to say I don't know where the card thing is. The the normal thing that you use yeah. is probably in my purse somewhere. Oh, I don't have one of those. I have a card, but it works. It works two no, out of ten times. Oh, they really? They didn't give you yeah. one. They did not give me one of those. No, um, all I have is the little black thing that looks like a pick for a guitar. So I disagree because it's probably with wherever your sticker is that you don't know where. I'm it is telling for your you, car. I have never seen one of those. I've <laughs> never seen one of those in my life. They gave it. They gave us the card and the little key fob and the sticker at the no. same time. Nope. Oh, huh. nope. You may not have the right security clearance. I may not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, fallout from the writer's strike. Is Jimmy Fallon not supporting his writers? There Uh-oh. has been an allegation. Also, Ed Sheeran's career may be over. We'll explain. The first E! News of the day is coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Coming up. But first, uh, let's begin this hour's E-News with the writer's strike this morning. Yeah, yeah. The Writers Guild of America striking after they couldn't make a deal by Tuesday morning at midnight. So... The big issue is compensation from streaming. The WGA says the studios have, quote, used the transition to streaming to cut writer pay and separate writing from production, worsening working conditions for series writers at all levels. Studios say they offered a generous increase in compensation, but the writers didn't agree, obviously. And this is affecting a lot of shows. Can I I just mention something? You know, you just brought up the streaming and why this is... uh, one of a thousand reasons why this is such a huge sticking point is because back in the day when everything was on television, you had access to ratings. It was public. Like anybody could access the Nielsen ratings to uh-huh. know how well a show is doing. Right. When it comes to streaming, the streaming companies keep the streaming download numbers really close to the vest. So right. they don't have any way of knowing exactly how much money, how popular it is for real, other than what they choose to release. Right. So, so, the, so the writers can't go and say, hey, yeah. you, you you have this many people watching. You're making this much money, and I'm right. only getting paid. They don't have that sticking point to argue. Right. Exactly. Okay. So the network late night shows have all gone dark, along with The Daily Show, HBO's Last Week Tonight, and Real Time with Bill Maher. Gutfeld on Fox will not shut down. Uh, if you're a Pete Davidson fan, first of all, <laughs> He was supposed to be on Saturday Night Live this weekend, right? Yep, but it is off. The show is not going to return until the strike is over. The writer's room for Abbott Elementary was supposed to convene yesterday, but that didn't happen. This could affect how many episodes they're able to produce for season three. Workers, oh, this is terrible. Writing for Cobra Kai season six. Is uh, that the final season? Right. It's. I think so, yeah. I think it is. So, out. Writing on season three of Showtime's Yellow Jackets, it's also been halted. Mm. Look, here's here's one little piece of good news. 
All scripts for season two of the Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon have been turned in. Oh, good. So we've that that's one that's been saved. All filming has already begun, so it's expected to continue. So they can do all of the production stuff once it's written. If it's written, yeah. They're good to go. So that show's definitely moving forward. But if rewrites are needed, <sighs> then it's going to, you know, the, the producers or directors or actors, I don't know if they'll all collaborate together and make decisions. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know how that it, works. If that's allowed or if one of the if, if the union term is like you can't touch any of the writing it has yeah. to be done by a oh, writer's yeah, guild yeah. member it may not be i'm just yeah. asking sometimes yeah. they have those weird like you can't do any rewrites without the writer people well yeah like the electrician you know the lighting guys the techs you know you can't touch the camera because this is a union shop and only the union guys can run the camera as right. an example so right. i don't know if that would mm. apply to the writers or I kind of wondered that, too, because, I mean, even with Jimmy Fallon and all the late night shows, so are the writers, are they primarily just writing the monologues? I mean, these guys, Jimmy Fallon, I mean, they're comedians. I mean, they can write their own jokes. What? So I know. No, they can't. So that's why I'm always curious. I'm like, well, you know, why can't you just write Yeah, but they're writing the skits (laughs) and everything like that, too. Like, you know, that's the thing with, like, Saturday Night Live. Like, all those people are improv people. You could give them a topic and just do whatever, but they write all the skits. They write all the prepackaged Mm-hmm. things they do as well. Yeah. Like bleep in a box. So that know? just makes me, I mean, if Gutfeld is continuing on Fox, he must already write all of his own stuff. And they may not have, they must not have a a writing team on that oh. show. I was told that like the the news divisions are completely, like the news writers are separated from. From this group? Yes. Okay. So technically, even though his show is more of a, this is like a late, late night, night show. talk show along those lines. It may fall under, under the that news umbrella auspices. Okay. I don't know. But you mentioned Jimmy Fallon. There's been an allegation made that he's not supporting his writers, and we're going to get into that after the break. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Writers Guild of America on strike. And it could mean that all of your favorite television shows will go away. And they may not come back. This could cripple television. It could bring television to its knees. Because of the writer's strike, you will unfortunately not be able to see the rest of this skit. But rest assured, it was hilarious. This message has been brought to you by the Writers Guild of America. That's all fun and games until your favorite TV show goes dark. Mm -hmm. Or goes into reruns that you've seen a thousand times. Funny, uh, at the Met Gala on Monday night, Jimmy Fallon was there and, you know, a reporter, somebody stuck a mic in his face and said, you know, how are you feeling about the writer's strike? And he said he would support his writers all the way. Uh-huh. Are you saying he's not? Well, one of his own employees says he's not. Sarah Kobos is a senior photo research coordinator who works for Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. Okay. And yesterday she tweeted this, quote, he wasn't even at the meeting this morning to tell us we won't get paid after this week. Wow. That's upsetting. Like, that's that's kind of big news. That's sort of devastating because I don't know how long this strike is going to go on. Do the writers look at him like he's their boss or? Oh, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big deal for your boss not to be at a pivotal meeting like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his thinking was. Maybe he just thought, well, you know, it's in NBC's hands and we all work for NBC. So we're all being affected because does he continue to get paid? Oh, I'm sure. Him not going to that meeting may may be helpful in later stuff. You know what I mean? Like, him going there may cause more issues. I'm sure that's what mm. he was thinking. Yeah. It still sucks, but... 
Yeah. So Sarah went on to say, in addition to not being at the meeting to tell us that we wouldn't get paid after this week, uh, she appealed to him directly. Jimmy Fallon, please support your staff. Had fun bowling with you last week, but a fun party won't pay my rent. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to not paying employees after this week, Kobo says NBC plans to cut off their health insurance after this that month. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if the if the strike is still going by the by the end of this month, then uh, they lose their health insurance. What is it? Cobra? Is that what it's called? Oh, what you yeah. go on in between jobs? Yeah, but and that's, that's insanely a lot of money. expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah, I want to say, well, I, God, I know. Well, wasn't it like $1,000 a month or something crazy like that? Yeah, for it me in 2002 when yeah. I had a little gap between the last mm-hmm. place. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was, was about $1,000 a month. It is nuts. Ugh. Yeah, 21 years ago it was $1,000 a so month. Imagine so I don't even know now. what it is now. Yeah. And and she pointed out too, just to compare here. I you know I hate to compare, but I'm just saying. Seth Meyers told his staff that he would try to take care of them financially after NBC stops paying. And oh, I don't that's know, nice. I don't know what kind of payroll that is, and I don't know what kind of money he makes. So, yeah, how painful would that be for right. Seth Meyers or Jimmy Fallon too? How many writers do they have on their staff? You know, if Seth Meyers has four writers that are, oh, I you think know. They got probably way more than that, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I, I don't sure. know. You know, with say 10. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and each of 10. them is making 50 a year, which right. is, you know, so. It adds up. That's a, that's a half a million a year. If they're off for six months, that's 250 grand. I bet Seth Meyers has an extra 250 grand sitting around that he could probably pay. But you're but you're just yeah. talking about the writers. If right. the whole show is dark, you know, what about the camera Everybody guy, else. the lighting guy, the yeah. set people, the band members, all Craft the other services. staff members, the, the senior photo coordinator, yeah. researcher, whatever How she long does. do they normally, I mean, this has happened before, how long do they anticipate this will wasn't it a hundred days last time i think the last one was a hundred days but there was one before that that went even longer it was like almost six months wow wow well give them give them what they want for crying out loud they can afford it i know they're making money (laughs) what's the big deal yeah i will say jay leno who used to be the host of the tonight show back in the day he showed up at a picket line at disney to hand out donuts to the strikers (laughs) And uh, he doesn't even have a show right now. Yeah, that's good. He, he also did that during the writer's strike in 2007. So he was out there supporting his guys. Yeah. Uh, Rob Lowe joined a picket line at the Paramount lot on Melrose in Hollywood to support his son, John Owen, who I guess is in the Writers Guild. I saw a picture of that. That There's a picture of the two of them. It's going viral because yeah. he's actually there and being supportive. I think the quote of the day was from actress Natasha Leone, who was also picketing at Paramount. And she goes, hey, everybody's got to look out for each other. Otherwise, the world is gross. <laughs> True that. It just blows my mind, though, when you were saying how little the writers make. That oh, there are some. That, I mean, without the you got nothing. Without yeah. the writing, you got nothing. Well, one of the sticking points that you brought up, Chat GPT, oh, artificial intelligence. See, I hate that. And they will not budge on that. Oh. They want to keep that option open. I know it. And it's it's just horrifying. You know, you know how many people that is going to unemploy? How oh many yeah, I mean it'll probably I mean, happen to us eventually. Gonna, eventually, sure. I mean they could they could do it right now. Did you hear that entire Joe Rogan p- podcast that he never did, but they took his voice and created an entire podcast that was like that that sounds awful legit to me yeah it was pretty good was a pretty entertaining i don't even remember what the topic was i didn't i didn't listen to the whole thing i just heard a little bit of it and i'm like oh my god let me ask you horrifying by that happening he wouldn't get paid for that is essentially what these what what you think is happening what you think will happen down the road they can have his voice say anything they want to say they can put something up and say that it is real, that he never said, that he wouldn't believe, that any of us would never even think. Yeah. You know how quickly they can cancel somebody oh, by yeah. just simply taking their voice and having them say all kinds of horrific things? And the damage is done. Damage is you done. Can't ring the bell. Damage is done. Yeah. And it's, it's horrifying. A, it's already happened in the voiceover world. And mm-hmm. so in the voiceover business, uh, vo- 
voiceover artists, they put their demos online, and there are a couple of platforms. One is Voices.com, and one is Voice123.com. And I think it was Voices that started it, and Voices123 Voice123 may also be doing it, where when you agree to put your demo mm-hmm. to, to do, it's it's kind of like Etsy for voiceover guys. You yeah. know, it's where you can go put to search for a voice. And, you can hire yeah. someone. All your demos are uploaded so they can hear what you sound like and the kind of work that you do. But part of the deal you're making when you go on that site is they get to keep all the audio samples of your voice mm-hmm. for future <laughs> artificial intelligence to eventually put you out oh of business God. it's been it's they've been doing it for years i know yeah and it's awful and and we're just letting it happen and that's what's so scary so by the time people get by the time, by people, the time understand, people wake up right by the time they understand what's happening it's, it's too late too late it's wow. too late and right. i mean that's you know that's the case with a lot of things in the world right yeah <sighs> now we're still human right i we think are. so yeah, most times Okay. <laughs> Although on Friday, maybe I could chat GPT myself in. Just curious. I don't know, man. Some of the scripts I've seen from these chat GPT things, and I know the technology will get better, but currently the way that it has worked, and we've tried it here at the station behind the scenes for some different things, is it's not, it doesn't talk like people talk. Yeah, you can it, still kind of tell. It talks that like it's, a bad book report. Right. Yeah. And so, like, because I don't know. everything is in a complete sentence. Like, I don't know how that's going to work when they're writing scripts for Game of Thrones. Uh, they'll like tweak that. it. They'll tweak oh, I know. it. But that's what saying. happens yeah. is they get the chat GPT to do that, and then they have a human read it, just one, and then that's the person that has to humanize it, you know? Mm-hmm. Scary. Know. It eliminates jobs, but keeps one. I'm trying to put a little hope out there. No, Scary and sad. Just go away. Yeah. If the guy that created all that AI is quitting, I am too. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We're like, out. We're, we don't need it. Yeah. All right. So Ed Sheeran, this is this is potentially very sad news. You know, he's been in court defending himself against claims that his hit, Thinking Out Loud, is a ripoff of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. He raised the stakes this year. Ed's lawyer asked him what he would do if the court rules against him. And he said, quote, if that happens, I'm done. I'm stopping. I find it to be really insulting. I work really hard to be where I'm at. So he's being sued by a company called Structured Asset Sales, who bought one third of the shares of the song from the family of Ed Townsend, who co-wrote Let's Get It On. Made famous by Marvin Gaye. Right. Ed also got snippy with the plaintiff's lawyer at one point saying, you're trying to diminish my success. Thinking out loud was my first Grammy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I mean, if he legitimately did not steal. Right. And he's being accused of it. It's like, well, why even bother doing something new? Putting something out there. Putting something out there. If people are just going to line up and accuse me of not being... Integrous, you I think know. We've all been in that situation where you thought, and whether it's a job or whatever, but you're like, just I'm done. Just screw it. I'm not going to do it. This isn't worth it anymore. This so isn't worth it. Does anybody know what the legal threshold is in a case like this? In other words, if it's not intentional, if it wasn't willful, then does he get a pass? Because if you listen to the two songs, you be the judge here. Pretend okay. you're the jury. Okay. I've been really trying, baby. This is kind of a mashup of Marvin Gaye. Oh, come on. Woo. I will I mean, they go together well, but are they the exact same? Like, did he rip it off? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, it sounds like a mashup that works well together. I mean... The chord structure on the verse is the same, but Ed's singing on different beats than yeah. Marvin does. But the chorus and the bridge are not similar. But it does have that similar music stop, just like Marvin's version. Since we got to be I mean, I think in this case, no. But in other cases, yes. I mean, you can hear it sometimes when, like, what's her name? Olivia Rodrigo took, what is it, Paramore. I mean, that was, like, absolutely the same. I think when you compare 
artists like Ed Sheeran, who is obviously a talented artist. Songwriter, Compared to, hey, we found this girl that can sort of sing, who's extremely hot, that we're going to run through the music machine so we can bust out a couple hits and make a couple million and then send her off to do something else. It's different, yeah. It's different. Like, he's a legitimate artist. Well, I would argue that while there are some similarities, and there will be just in the world, you're going to have similarities. I don't think it's similar enough that it would warrant the kind of damages they're asking. Yeah, and they're asking for a lot of money. Like, if I was on the jury, I would say, "Mm, I can see where you can, no. Yeah. No. I can see where you could produce a mashup that would sound pretty cool, but. Right, but no. How about the two of you work together, make a collab, and then share the money that comes from the collab? I, I love idea. how adamant Ed is, though. I mean, he's, he's digging defiant. his heels in. He's, yeah, like, he's really pissed because he knows, you know, he knows he didn't, he didn't do it. Yeah, not intentionally, anyway. You know, right? Hmm. Well, well, well it just makes me, you know, I I have a country western song that I need to write now. I'm just scared <laughs> to do it. It's you want to hear the title I of do. it? Yeah. I, got, <laughs> I got a whole lot of nothing to do, and I want to spend my nothing with you. That's cute. Don't you think? We can call some friends in Nashville and start putting it together. I know. What inspired you to write that? It just came to me, Jeff. You know how it just comes to people? Just now? No, I've been sitting on this one for a while. Just haven't sat down to write it. Oh, you should totally write it. I know. Where, oh, where (laughs) are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? We need to put music Looking for my Kroger copy. I searched no. the world over sure. and thought I found true love. You met another and pfft, you was gone. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, maybe leave the vocals to someone else. Yeah, but, maybe. But Good timing, Rio. I can sing it, it on the, the, what do they call it, the demo. I'll sing it on the demo just so, there you, you go. know, they kind of get a feel for it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner's wife of 18 years, designer Christine Baumgartner, has filed for divorce. There's no word on what led to the split. She's just claiming irreconcilable differences. Wow. She is also not asking for spousal support. But there is a prenup. Yeah, so she'll be all right. Obviously getting something. Does anybody feel like something's going on with him? Yes. I feel like I'm like, is he getting big for his britches or is something happening here? Because there's all this drama surrounding him with Yellowstone and the, writer and the, and the writers and the creators of all well, of that. And now his having, wife is leaving. And it's like, what's happening, Kevin? Was he having all of these issues at home with his wife that was turning him into a very grumpy person and making him difficult to work with on Yellowstone? Was his personal life bleeding into his professional, making him more difficult to work with? Or vice versa. Was mm-hmm. his, you know, was he bringing the work home with them? And his wife was like, look, I'm done. I'm yep. fed up with this. Yeah, because I think, you know, when you're a movie actor, like, okay, you maybe go away for, you know, three or four months or you work on a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's assuming you have to leave town. You know, some of them can just do it right there in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're off for a few months. But if you're doing when you're doing a regular TV show as intense as Yellowstone for a sustained period of time, season after season, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wonder if it just takes its toll. If if it maybe just yeah it took its toll and it created a, some kind of rift at home and they drifted apart and he's dealing with this resurgence in fame and I don't know. Could be yeah. a lot to handle, I guess, for anybody, no matter how long you've been doing so it. So many possibilities. And this is Kevin's second marriage, by the way. He and Christine share three children, ages 12, 14, and 15. They are both asking for joint custody. A rep for Kevin said, It is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a d- dissolution of marriage action. Uh, We ask that his, Christine's, and their children's privacy be respected as they navigate this difficult time. How old is Kevin now? Oh, I don't know. Late 60s? Something. Something like that. Sounds about right. He will be interesting to see who he ends up with next. Is he going to end up with a (laughs) 30-year-old? Giselle. Him and Giselle. Giselle. There you go. That's what's going on. (laughs) What's the age rule again? Your age divided by 2 plus 9. So 68 divided by 2 is 34 plus 9, 43. 
That's as low as he can go. That's as low as he can go. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I mean, he could go much lower. I think he could go a lot lower. <laughs> well, he did. Piper, what is it? Piper Paraboo, isn't that the actress that he's sleeping with on the on Yellowstone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how old, how old is, she? is she? She's Let's probably see. 50. She's beautiful. And um, how does 46. that tra- 46. How does that translate to you watching it? You know, does that seem weird or does that seem totally yeah? I don't know. Relate. Anytime you're sleeping with somebody that's your dad's age. <laughs> that's it gets a little weird for I don't me. Think Do we so. know what the story is between her and her dad? <laughs> Some something about that them works for me in that situation. I don't know what it is, but I really believe that he is just attractive to all types. Uh, yeah, and all ages. Yes, I really and do. And always has been. It's I, when he's not attractive yeah. that it becomes creepy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just had to put the truth out. It there. is That's true. Yeah. It is yes. true. <laughs> well, that is your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see AJR with special guests. Lawrence and Livingston, presented by the Bunbury Music Festival, Friday, June 23rd. That's coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Melissa. Hey. Hey. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Uh, pretty good for a Wednesday. Yeah, good. Wednesday's usually pretty sucky. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, middle of the week. Trying to get to the end. Yeah. Fritch yeah. hates yeah. Tuesdays. That's her day from hell. Yeah. Wednesdays uh, are a little better for you, though, right? Yeah, it's Wednesdays good for me because it's closer to the weekend and it's the mental start to the mental start of the weekend. That's right. exactly right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, good Good thinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday for me just feels like the weekend was so far away. So far away. And the mm-hmm. next weekend is not even within reach. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. And we're glad you're here with us. That's right. So this is what we want to do. We want to hook you up with some AJR tickets. And you just have to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one. Okay? Okay. All right. Is it A, a mortuary worker got caught selling body parts? Is it B, substitute teacher caught selling stolen crayons and plastic fruit? Or C, McDonald's worker caught selling frozen burger patties out of the trunk of his Prius. Hmm. I'm going to go with A. You're right. It is. Look at you. Elbows. Get your elbows. What? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What is happening? Anyone in the market for a body part? No. No, no takers? No. I'll pass. I'm good. Okay. All right. There's a market out there somewhere, obviously. Uh, yeah, so anyone anyone out there got a really weird side hustle? Because you're not going to beat this. A former mortuary worker from Little Rock, Arkansas, is facing charges for stealing body parts and selling them through Facebook. Oh, boy. Her name is Candace Scott, and she's 36 years old. She worked for a company that provided the University of Arkansas with cadavers for mm-hmm. medical research. And last year, cops got a tip that she had been selling body parts to some guy in Pennsylvania and sending him through the mail. No. She allegedly got in touch with him through a Facebook group he runs called Oddities. Oddities just sells weird stuff. Well, it sells odd stuff, yeah. Her initial message said she loved his work and asked, just out of curiosity, would you know anyone in the market for a fully intact, embalmed brain? Oh, my God. So over the course of nine months, I guess he was, because over the course of nine months, she allegedly mailed him 20 boxes of body parts. Yeah. Including There's always a buyer out there. There's always a buyer out there. Uh, An ear was sent. Ugh. As was an arm, lungs, livers, kidneys, hands, skulls, and a full human head. He paid her a grand total of $10,975. Wow. And now both of them have been arrested. She's pleading not guilty to 12 counts of mail fraud, 
wire fraud and transportation of stolen property. Um, his name is Jeremy Pauly. He's the buyer. He's 40. Um, they're both facing serious jail time. I'm just looking at his mugshot. Half his face is tattooed to look like dragon scales. His right eyeball is black, and he's got metal spikes implanted in his scalp. Yeah. Hmm. I have a friend. (laughs) This is awful. I have a friend, four-year-old on the autism spectrum. They knew someone who died. They go to the visitation, and the four-year-old with autism walks up to the wife of the deceased and asks, can I have his eyes? Oh, wow. Can you imagine? For what? Just to keep, just to kind of. He was just, that was his thing. He was, he was obsessed with dead bodies and just out of nowhere, he just walked up and said, can I have, can I have his eyes? Oh, wow. So what did she say? I think, well, she, she knew, she knew him. So, you know, I think she just said, I don't, you know, I don't think so, honey. No, I know. I think he needs those when he goes to heaven. He might need those. He's going to hold on to him a little longer. Oh, my God. But as a parent, can you imagine? No. It's like, oh, my God. Wow. $10,975 for all those body parts doesn't sound like a lot of money. No, it does not sound like a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, are you getting less food? If you happen to order that food online. I think so. You think you're getting ripped off? I think so. I know I felt like I haven't gotten very much chicken and rice or fries at times. Yeah, there's been a few times lately where we've ordered where I've been disappointed with the amount of fries. Like you pay $7 for a side Mm. of these high-end truffle fries or whatever they were, and there's like seven. Or the salad. You're like, where's all the lettuce? I mean, this is a salad and there's nothing in there. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll get to that story. Plus, no more clipping grocery store coupons. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. All right. It is Wednesday, the 3rd of May of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and taking a look at some of our top headlines this morning. No more clipping grocery store coupons. Becoming a thing of the past. And are you the best mom in the world? Hmm. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, are you getting less food if you order online? Yeah, apps can make ordering lunch much more convenient these days. But does it ever seem to you like maybe the food is less satisfying? In what way, Jeff? Well, it can be less fresh if you order ahead yeah. and more of a mess. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't travel well if it was delivered. Yeah. But my question is, have you ever wondered if you actually get smaller portions when ordering online? I say yes. I think so, too. I think so, yeah. It just doesn't feel like it looks and or you get as much as when you order it in person. Yeah. I mean, when I order a bowl at Chipotle, it's different when I pick it up through, I love the Chipotle lane though. I got to tell you, that's really fantastic. What's We're that? getting a Chipotle lane up here. It's drive the drive, through. The drive. That's what they call the drive-through lane at Chipotle. You can oh. order on the app and just drive through and grab it and go, which okay. is great. But you may you may pay for it in that you're not going to get as much rice and meat and sour cream and cheese as you would as if you were standing right in front of the people. Okay. Well, a software engineer from Chicago was also suspecting the portions were different ordering online versus ordering in person. So he decided to do a little test. He whipped out a scale and started weighing the food each time. He ordered the same thing. And tracked the results. He ordered Uh 20 of the same salads from a place called Sweet Green. I don't think we have any Sweet Greens around here, but if we ever get one, it will change your life. It's It's just a salad place, right? It is, but it's really healthy and really good. And like customizable too. Yes. Uh, And so he ordered 20 of the same salads from Sweet Green, 10 in person, and then 10 online. Uh, Almost all of the online orders in that case were smaller and across all 20 orders, the ones online, on average, were 16% mm, smaller. That's significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I suspected that Sweetgreen was ripping me off with my online orders, and with the help of a cheap kitchen scale, I was able to prove it. On average, I got 16% less food when I ordered online. So if you want a filling meal from Sweetgreen, ditch your phone and order face-to-face. Wow. How about that? Yeah, but it's not that convenient, buddy. Like, if I got to go in there... The whole point of me doing takeout is I don't want to get off my couch. And what stinks, though, about the takeout is you're paying extra for the delivery. You know, it's costing you so much more. Costing you a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone back to just calling the actual restaurant. And just saying, hi, I would like to put in a a a pickup order. order. I want a a number two. And I'll just, I'll drive up and I'll get it. Because A, it will be hot. B, I'll get it when I want it. C, Mm -hmm. I don't have to pay all the extra fees. We don't really order much delivery because I can't, I don't like paying the fees and I don't enjoy paying the extra fees. Like the most recent time we did it was um, we did a breakfast out of Bob Evans Mm -hmm. and you can go direct onto their website and order delivery, which I think is partnered with DoorDash or something. But it seemed like it worked really well for us in that aspect as well. Hmm. Yeah, I think it probably depends on where you order from. I will mm-hmm. say that some food service workers have weighed in suggesting that this does happen at many places where food is assembled in front of customers. The idea being the workers have more time to c- complete online orders, so they're able to follow the recipe more strictly on portion sizes. But when they're rushed... Like during lunch, and there's a line of customers standing right in front of them. They don't want it to look like they're shorting someone, mm-hmm. especially if it that. means removing a bit to make it the correct oh, amount. Oh, yeah. So the, the takeout, <laughs> they're implying the takeout is the actual correct amount, and we're getting bonus. Yeah, we're actually getting extra when we're staying. And I can see that. And, you know, yeah. you can, and they're always so great. You know, a little more sour cream. You can throw a little more chicken on that. You can throw a little more. Yeah, or yeah. salsa. Yeah. You know, like, can they I have do a little that. more corn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, everyone's definition is different on that. I'll say, I just want a little bit of sour cream, and they yes. got enough for all four of us to have six helpings. Yeah, correct. Jeez, like, a little I bit. It, yeah, I used to, I add my own sour cream at home now. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't handle the whole vat that you just gave me on <laughs> yep. that. Yep. Well, Sweet Green is weighing in on this. Uh, and for the record, they claim the portions are the same online as they are in store, and any discrepancy is completely unintentional. However, Chipotle has weighed in, and they flat out admit that this can happen. Chipotle says customers have the opportunity to completely customize their meal in restaurants by vocalizing their desired portions. Mm -hmm. You can also do this digitally, but you can't actually see the food being assembled. So it is likely that you will have more control in person, at least at Chipotle. Yeah. I haven't, I don't recall noticing any major discrepancies at most places. There might occasionally be a disappointment from a place that I've never actually set foot in. Yeah. So you don't Uh, even know. So I wouldn't wouldn't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get shorted on the fries. You know, that can happen. I wonder if people are eating them though. Like, because we've had that study before where it's like, People, this many percentage of Uber drivers admit to eating your fries. Well, so many That's of those. That's why they're sealing them yeah. now with those stickers. Yeah. Mm. Sealed with stickers, stapled. Right. All kinds of stuff. Um, but, I, you know, if, I, if I'm if i ordering fries, I, I'm going to go there where it's hot. You know, yeah, like I'm not going to order that on DoorDash. Yeah. Uh, fries don't travel well. They don't no. travel speaking. well. That's true. It's the end of another era. Uh, Kroger is ditching its weekly newspaper ad circulars, which advertised the latest grocery specials and provided the coupons you could clip. Um, you know, honestly, I don't, I can't remember the last time I clipped a paper coupon anyway. I always use the Kroger app. That's just yeah. me. But they have, And that's probably the case with everybody, so that's why they're stopping it. But they have it. If you open up the Kroger app at the bottom, there is a little... Uh, thing there that says weekly ad so you can see what it is and the cool part is is you can like touch it and you can shop whatever that product is like if you see that you know oh look at that coke is three for 15 and you want to touch it it'll take you to shop and then you can add it to your cart direct yeah and now those specials will be entirely online through the store's website and app uh, printed versions will still be available at the store, so they haven't completely stopped making them. 
But, you know, they do studies on this stuff. And a Stanford University study back in 2006 found that at least 10% of shoppers chose their store based on each week's ads. Mm -hmm. Then again, that was almost 20 years ago. So that percentage is, I I would imagine, (laughs) much lower now. New research. (laughs) Right. Uh, But this is better, I suppose, for some customers because digital coupons and the loyalty program, the you know, the app loyalty program is probably more convenient than clipping an actual newspaper. And they're also able to deliver targeted deals, giving people coupons on the items that they actually want, you know, the things that they actually buy. Uh, But this move could also shut out older and low-income shoppers who maybe don't have smartphones or computers. And I suppose it's bad for the newspaper business who will lose out even more advertising revenue, but... You know, keep in mind, there's, they're still printing the specials at the store. So if it's that important to you, I suppose that's where you, you can, can get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking, like, I, you know, I was lamenting this morning about how I walked out of the place, uh, out of the house without my wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And the only reason that was inconvenient for me is because I keep my security card key in my wallet. So if I, to move around this building... I have to have my wallet with me. Yep. I don't really use my wallet for anything else because (laughs) aside from my driver's license, if I get pulled over, I don't use cash pretty much anymore. I've got cash there that I never seem to spend on anything. I've Mm -hmm. got credit cards that everything is tied to my phone. I order on the app. I use Apple Pay. I don't even use my credit cards. Well, I think the only thing you use your your card for in the building is to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, where else? To get into the building and the bathroom. Right. Because everything else is in this one corridor that we're already in. I pretty much never leave this quadrant of the building. Right. <laughs> Ever. Well, you Except don't use any of the resources downstairs, like the free coffee or the water. No. no. Or any of that stuff. No. And if I happen and you to... you really don't even need to go to the bathroom because you can go to the, yep, the new pants right bathrooms there. back here. And we all know about meetings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And if you had a meeting, you technically could do the walk around on this floor without buzzing in anywhere. No, I mean, I've I've overheard people say, like, if I happen to stray into the sales area or the digital area, one of two things I've either heard. Oh, my God, I just saw Jeff Thomas. Jeff Thomas was here. (laughs) I haven't seen him in ages. I got a text that was like, hey, Jeff, is Jeff lost? Why is he ever here? What's he doing over here? I just saw Jeff walk through. Yeah, see? Uh, and then one time I strayed into digital and someone said, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Can I see your ID? Do you oh, work here? Oh, no, it's okay. I actually work here. Um, and then he goes, and I'm Jeff Thomas. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was introducing myself. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I've worked here for 15 years. <laughs> oh. Well, it's nice to finally have a moment. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't need my wallet. And then I realized this morning I also have, it looks like a guitar pick mm-hmm. that also gets me in through the security doors. It's called a key yeah. fob. That's all I have. Yeah, that's key the only fob. thing I've used. Yeah, it's a key fob. Key fob. Wow. Mm-hmm. So let me heck? ask you this. How do you get gas? You don't pay for that on your your car. You need a credit card to get gas, Right. Yeah, at, at uh, the Kroger pump up the hill. Yeah, you have to. That. Yeah, so yeah. you have to actually. That's probably why you would need. But there your are wallet. places that are now converting to the um, <clears throat> what are they called? Oh, the touch. Yeah, or the Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, hmm. well, I'm glad you made it into the building. It's a good thing. Yeah, Fritch's I kind of wasted here. Fritch's time because I called her like you sometimes do when I you do. think you're locked out, and mm-hmm. and then I pulled out my keys. That's something else I never carry. Yeah. I never carry keys. I just have my car key fob. Hmm. Now, if I walk out of the house without my wallet and my keys keys, Mm -hmm. I'm in trouble. Then, yeah, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, at least your car won't start. So My car won't start. Yeah. But worst case scenario, I can walk to the Chick-fil-A 
order on the app, and still get fed. There you go. So. Survival of the fittest. Right here, right, yeah. I've already got my doomsday scenario plotted out. I'm good to go. All I need is my cell phone. Yeah. Now, if that thing dies, we're screwed. Big trouble. Yeah, you are in problems. trouble, buddy. Keep that charger around. Yeah. All right, coming up, pick your purse. Going to play another round. That's a big win. They, uh, it's funny. They, they're blocking out. I don't know if you see, you know, my my personal, like my master cheat sheet that I keep in here, they sometimes have to reprint because of our scribbly lines can get kind of daunting sure. to look at. And sure. uh, yeah, I would say we are officially past the halfway point now, Jen. Cool. So we'll play another round next. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Seth is looking for a second date update today with a lady named Brianna. Hi, Seth. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Happy to. So how did you meet Brianna? Um, well, we met online, actually. Okay. Honestly, man, I'm just so lost and confused about the whole deal because I'm not really sure what's going on with this girl, honestly. You know what I mean? She could just be a flake. Yeah, there's plenty of those out there. Well, I guess she could, but, I mean, the, the thing about it was, like, you know, we well, I'll, I'll tell you how the day went. So we met for coffee, right? And... I don't know, we hung out for about 30 minutes to an hour or so, and everything went really well. I even asked her for dinner, and, you know, she was all about it. Like, I'm telling you, like, her eyes lit up. She was so excited. Isn't that usually, like, a great sign that she's interested, right? Oh, yeah, for She's sure. excited when you ask her out, yeah. And, you know, a couple of days later, you know, I took her to dinner. I picked her up at her place. The strange thing about it, when I got there, she was kind of on the porch already, you know, so I thought that was kind of weird kind of sitting there hanging out. I don't know, you know, what was really going on. Is she's, she's really eager or she's just hiding something. You know, I, I didn't. Like I didn't she didn't want you to go inside or come near the house. She wanted to oh, yeah. meet yeah. you yeah, with I the car. Know something was going on there. Yeah, yeah but if it yeah, was yeah. a pretty day, like I could see, you know, hanging out outside. You knew. Did she have a nice porch with somewhere right. to sit or was she, you know, standing on a stoop? But she knew you were coming. So maybe that's why she was out there. Yeah. Yeah, she was. She knew I was coming, but. I just kind of replaying this in my mind. I'm not really, you know, trying to come to grips on what's going on. So, anyways, we went to dinner, right? And we we had a great time, a lot of conversation. We just hit it off. We laughed a lot. We had a couple of drinks, and then at the end of the night, you know, we did end up going back to her place. I mean, I, I was there. I don't know, maybe like four or five. I don't know, maybe six hours or so. I didn't end up staying the night. I don't like to do that that early, you know, because I know the mornings are always kind of awkward and stuff. So I was just glad that I got to go in, you know. And when I got inside, I was relieved that she wasn't hiding a husband or a kid or something, you know. So Yeah, a whole other family is living inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when I went inside, everything was fine, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. We got along great. You know, everything was good. I just can't figure out what's going on. So for the three, four, five, six hours that you were there – Everything went very well. The great conversation, the connection, the chemistry, all that business. Still good. Yeah. No, nothing felt- awkward. You didn't come out wearing crotchless pantyhose or. No, nothing. Yeah. With a baby bottle, wanting to feed her a drink no. through a baby bottle. Or These are other things that we've had pop up that for whatever <laughs> reason, the men who called in didn't think that that could have been the issue. I mean, no, I think I'm a pretty normal guy. So I'm pretty straightforward. So I don't think anything was out of the norm, you know. So after you left, you tried to get a hold of her for a third date? I did, and uh, crickets, man. Hmm. How long ago was this? This was about a week ago or so. Okay. All right, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Brianna, see what she really thought of Seth, see what changed, if anything changed. Like I said, she could just be a flake. We don't know. (laughs) You know those women who are just kind of boy crazy? Yes. Oh, yeah. They kind of flit from one to the other. Yes. They get bored easy. Yeah, depending on who's paying attention to him at the moment. Oh, he called back. Let's call him. Could be. Maybe not. We'll find out. A second date update continues next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. (laughs) Seth and Brianna first met on a coffee date that went well enough that it led to dinner, and she seemed really into him. She's given him all the positive signs. In fact... They went back to her place where he stayed about four or five, maybe six hours tops. Avoided that awkward next morning goodbye. I should have asked you, though. I mean, 
how was the dismount? You know, like how was the exit? Was it weird or did it feel cool to you still? No, it felt great. Like I, I thought that our third date, if it would have happened, would have continued just like this one. I mean, we ended on really good terms, you know. So right. She was there to say goodbye to you though when you left. You didn't slip out in the middle of the night or anything. No, oh, no, not at all. No, right. she said she said goodbye. And that was about a week or so ago. He's tried to get in touch, but would you say radio silence or crickets? Yep. So we're going to call Brianna and see what's going on with her. Hello? Hello, is this Brianna? Uh, yes, it is. Who's this? You're the lady of the hour. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. <laughs> How are you this morning? Really? Yes. Okay, this is really fascinating because is this a second date update? Oh, I thought she was going to say she was listening to us right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is a second date update. That is crazy. I am so surprised that he called you. Oh, so you know this is about Seth. Yeah, I haven't been out with anyone else recently, but like from what I've recently learned, he's a pretty big player and he's never really minded a woman not calling him back before. So that is very surprising to me that he called you well that's new information yeah it was to me too (laughs) so let me get this straight so he told us you guys went on a coffee date then dinner then back to your place and everything up to that point was awesome what changed okay so there's this facebook group that a friend of mine sent to me and it's basically like for women in our area to just be like, hey, is this guy dangerous? Is this guy okay? Right? So if you're interested in somebody, you can just post a picture and people will be like, oh, yeah, that guy's my friend. He's great. Or like, mm, that guy might be a serial killer. Right? So, um, <laughs> Well, it's like being a group yeah, chat with your girlfriends that might know him. Yeah. Does and I'm anybody... sure there's some players out there that are just, you know, yeah. not being 100% honest. Exactly. And a lot of times people post somebody and everybody's like, I don't know that guy. But if somebody's getting around a lot and not treating people well, then usually something will happen on the page, which is what happened when I put up my post and the page just exploded. Oh, God. (laughs) Really? And what did we learn? There were at least like seven different women who all said they went out with him in just this one group. And like, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like you, you search around for who you're looking for. You have fun. But the reviews of him were not particularly flattering. Um, every single one of them went to the exact same places that we went, had the same conversations. He told the same stories. He used the same lines to get all of us into bed. Wow. Which was what? So he was like, uh, we're, we're just so connected. Like, can you feel that? We just, I feel like we've had past <laughs> lives together. I oh, love not the past lives. Right. And like, I love that stuff. I'm super into all the hippy dippy stuff. So I was in mm-hmm. and I felt that I was like, oh yeah, I feel the same energy, but I, maybe I was just horny because yeah. he used that line with all of these other women too. And he slept with all of them. And they did all the same things, too. Like, we kind of went into the sex stuff, and it was like, oh, yeah, he used this move and this move and this move. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So this had nothing to do with me. This is just what he does. Oh, man. Right. I wonder if that, and and this is not me defending him. This is just me being curious. I mean, is that kind of, though, how any of us would be? I mean, this is our, maybe not the same cheesy pickup lines, but maybe telling the same stories and... I had a friend one time that I always would make, uh, he would make chocolate, uh, what's the cake with the goo in the middle? Oh, this was his big move? He would make that the oh, night. Oh, lava cake? Chocolate lava cakes. He had the little <laughs> ramekin things. Uh-huh. <laughs> kidding. I'm like, Whoa. oh, you're getting out the ramekins. I know what that means. I'm staying out late. <laughs> Listen, you want to play to your strengths, obviously. Right. Yeah, but I, so I went out with this guy, and then a girl I knew ended up going out with this same guy. And I said to Did her, she knew that you already oh yeah, yeah. Went she knew that him. we had dated, and I was drunk at a bar one night, and I don't even know, maybe I was a little jealous or something. I'm not sure, but here's what happened. I was like, "Did he take you to blah? Did blah 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 happen? Did you do the da da? And what about this?" And she was like, "Yeah, every single one of those things." He had been with her. Yes, I was like, "Same with me." And I'm not saying that your path is going to go the same way that my path did, but you're already going down the trail. It's like that Olivia Rodrigo song with the strawberry ice cream. that's right. (laughs) 
That is exactly right. I'm like, you know what? You two may last forever. They ended up not. But at the same time, it was like, we are. I already did this exact same yeah. life that you've been dating. Well, haven't you felt a connection to more than one person in your life? Uh. Okay, seven people in one Facebook group, and he used the same line on all of them. Do you think he really thought he had loved all of us in past lives? Uh, maybe. I mean, different past lives. You know, one <laughs> of them might have been lives. in England. One of them <laughs> might have been in Saskatchewan. Who but knows? Then, but then he ditched all of them, first off. And second mm. off, like, even if he does think that, then there's an issue if he thinks that every woman who, like, looks at him nice is, like, his lover from a past life. Like, that's weird, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing, though, about women in this situation is that we want to feel special or different or that you put in a little effort into us. Unique. And if you're the same dude and right down to the past lives experience in every single situation, then that does make you feel like he's just a player that's out hooking up with everybody using the same lines. Yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with me. It's just like his moves to have sex. Yeah. All right. Well, we've done our best to cross-examine here, Seth. You're going to have to step in and defend yourself. What do you have? Okay. What is this group again? It's a Facebook group. A Facebook group. And who are these women in this group? Friends and friends and friends and friends and friends of friends. People no, who want you to know, that, that sounds like a lie. Friends it's of a friends sisterhood. Friends. Are you making this up right now? That doesn't make any sense. Friends of friends of friends. I think this, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, anybody can say anything about anybody. Yeah, but when a whole bunch of people say the same thing about a guy, like... But that doesn't make any sense, though. There's no hard facts about this stuff. Like, how much... You... you haven't given me any names of these women? You could just be making so this you up denying completely it? right now. Do what? So yeah. Are you denying it? Because it kind of sounds yeah. like you're defensive right now. No, I'm not defensive at all. At all. I just want to know some facts mm. about these women. It just sounds like made up. Friends of friends, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know why you're doing this. I don't know why you're making this up about me. I literally, it's not, you called a radio station. <laughs> that was Yeah, I did. But why did you have to make Facts. up this whole story? Just say you didn't like me or whatever. You didn't have to go into this whole elaborate story about some Facebook group. You should send him a link women. to the Facebook group so he can read his reviews. <laughs> Is it a closed yeah. group? Yeah. can, can No, you? because then uh, yeah, he'll use that group. against all the future ladies he's going to be dating. Eggs. Exactly. Oh, no, exactly. This is probably a women's only group. Yes, I see. it is. Yeah, you probably have to be approved. And yeah, let in, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, now, let me exactly. ask you this. When you like, when you made your post, did you give details about your date? I mean, what was your original post? No, that's the thing. I was just like, hey, I just went out with this guy. Anybody know him? And, and people, like, knew his name, first of all. So if they know his name, clearly they're not making it up. And or at least they're not making up knowing him. And then they were like, as we talked, each one of them would be like, oh, yeah, he took me here and here and here. And then he totally ditched me. And the next one was like, oh, my God, he took me to the exact same places. And then the more details came out, the more it was just like. The similarities were just. Exactly what he did with me. Too many to ignore. Yeah. Why would you do yeah. that? We had a good time. Everything was great in our day. Why would you, like, think to put me online? Did I give off any weird vibes or anything? No, I was excited about you, and I wanted to check. And I did. People check people mm. out, Seth. Oh, gosh. I mean, still, man. Like, online, though? If it wasn't this, she would have Googled you, run a credit check. Yeah. yeah. You can Google me all you want. You can put my picture on Facebook groups, and you'll find that uh, you missed out. That's I don't want to do that. I had a great time. I don't want to do that. Well, well Seth, just <laughs> your info's out there, bud. Yeah, I don't know what You're to You're going to need you, to man. mix it up. Got quite a reputation out there. No, this is all, it's all bullshit. I don't believe in this group. Oh, okay. You don't have to believe it. I'm yeah, not going out It's real, you again. man. My friend Bridget is in it, and she was telling me about it months ago that most of it is this type of stuff, but there are positives of it that she saw someone had posted, hey, this guy was awesome, but he wasn't a match for me. So it's not just a bunch of haters. It wasn't haters, but there's probably majority of it was. <laughs> but there was some positive what? stuff in there, but it is a real group. Wow. And it's not about hating anybody. It's about protecting each other. It's about keeping each other safe. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely not a second date then. Yeah. Or no third date in this case. No, thank you. Sorry, Seth. Oh, man, it's all good. Whatever. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on second date update, putting yourself out there. Brianna, we appreciate you taking the call. Yeah, thanks. This has been uh, interesting. Yeah, good luck out there. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Bye-bye. All right. You need a little help. The second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com.
just going through some of these messages, it looks like a lot of people, a lot of our listeners are yeah. in this Facebook group. Yeah. I got a message from Stephanie that says, this Facebook group is real and I am a part of it. Wow. She said, it's definitely a women's only group and you have to answer questions and be approved to get in. But man, is it fun and entertaining. I bet. I wrote back, that's interesting. Can I get in? I know. I want to <laughs> get in. I, well, I could probably. I'm a single girl here oh, in the know. natty. You, you know. should join. I should. All right. Well, coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. Hey, Lynette, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. I just uh, ate my breakfast, part two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was delicious. Was it good? Was yeah. it as good as part one? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice. Not bad. It's oh, nice. Got to warm it up a little bit because I picked it up at 545. Sure. Sure. Still good. Yeah. So what are you up to today? Anything good? I'm at work right now. Yeah. Till what time? Until 2.30. And then what will you do? 2.30. And then I'm going to be taking... I know. That's a great schedule until I um, get some things done around the house. That's always fun. That now, when yeah. you say you're going to go home at 2.30 and get some things done around the house, what is the likelihood that you're actually going to do those things when you get there? Uh, 100%. Oh, yeah. you're one of those. It's high for you. Yes, I'm one of those that get focused because I'm off on the weekend, so I want to get everything done so I have my weekends free. There you yeah, go. We good think plan. alike. Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. I'll head into the house with really good intentions, but then <laughs> something will happen. And it will derail yeah. my plans. You can't plans. sit down, Jen. That's the thing. You uh, well, it's never from sitting it. down. It's, ne- it's never like I don't plop down on the couch and start watching TV. I'll get distracted by something else that needs done that's not what is. That's not folding the clothes. That's not exactly. Yeah. You talk about like domestic stuff, like paying the bills, doing the laundry, that kind of thing. or uh... Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. I'm excited for you. Yeah, the weather should be better this it, weekend. Hopefully it should warm up. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed on that. All right, well, let's try to win you $1,000. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers. Key to winning is to pass quickly. Have you played before? I have. Okay, so you know you know the drill. Yes. All right, what what she got? Jeffrey? Okay, uh, you got the letter K, Ooh. as in Kegel. <laughs> Jeff. So We all just did one. <laughs> you kill every time you hear the word, you know it happens, Jen. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's oh there it is. I forgot. I should be. Oh doing yeah, I did do a little more often. You're welcome. Okay. <clears throat> you know, and don't forget Jesus. that there's the silent cave. Tim is so uncomfortable. Knowledge. <laughs> knowledge. knowledge is power. That's right. Uh, it's also a word that starts with a K. Yes, it is. Take your word for that. All right. All, all three of you. <laughs> Just like your friend, your female friend thought she had a prostate. Correct. You oh. do, yes. Yeah. You do not have a kegel, so you don't oh, have yeah, to worry don't. about this. I'm aware of that. The, yes. I was speaking yeah. for the ladies. The ladies yeah. are just, you know, doing those pull-ups. Uh, Well, I've got 30 seconds on the clock over here, and I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. Uh, All right, here we go with the letter K. Name something you eat at the ballpark. Kettle corn. Something yellow. A kite. Something you ride. A pass. Something in a can. Pass. A celebrity. Kane Brown. A toy. Pass. An art supply. Pass. A beauty product. Pass. Something you slice. Pass. A candy bar. Oh. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Slice kale. Oh, kale. Yes. Uh, And too bad you said um, kite for toy. You could have used that as a toy. Uh Something you ride, a Kia. Kia. Or a Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Oh, that's a good one, too. Kane Brown works. I had Kevin Costner. That was great. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I thought Kit Andrews. I have no idea where that came from. (laughs) That's (laughs) funny. But that worked. Set it in my head. Yeah. I'm sure she appreciates you bringing her up. (laughs) Yep. Oh, well. K was kind of hard. Okay. K was hard. And, you know, you're going to get flooded with K words as you're running around Absolutely. the house this afternoon. So. You know it. Everywhere you turn, you're going to see something that starts with the letter K. You're going to be like, damn it! <laughs> but uh, you have a great rest of your day, Lynette. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you, guys. You too. All right, take care. All right, take it easy. Yeah.
getting out of there at 2.30. So what time does she start? No, you think she started at 6? She might have. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Or maybe she's just part-time. Maybe she does like 8 to 2 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, we hear the term 9 to 5 type of job all the time, but those who actually work a 9 to 5 job don't actually work 9 to 5, do they? Isn't it like 8.30 to 5.30 or yes, something it is. dumb? And I'll tell yes, you what, an hour for lunch. I four. live right off the Mitchell exit on 75, and it is an absolute cluster there every day around 2.40. So someone's leaving work at 2.40. Right. Is there a big factory Rush hour doesn't start at 5 o'clock, something. folks. Yeah. Is there a that factory close by that might let out at like 2.30 or something? Yes. Yeah, so well, see, there's, there's 6 is. to 2, 2 to 10, just 10 to 6. everyone coming from yeah. downtown heading home. Second That's shift. what I would have to do. I'd have First to shift. do like a 6 to 2 if I didn't work here. I couldn't do the regular Working 6 to 2. Not the same. No. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.